So last night as I was walking home from the bus stop on Merced and Eucalyptus in Newman, I talked about the whole Re William Regal injury angle that he went through on Dynamite on Wednesday and how that was essentially just another way to uh, basically write a character off of the company's television because, well, they're not going to be part of the company anymore for the, for the foreseeable future. And as I mentioned, we had seen that tons of times in wrestling, period. We had seen it, you know, in WWE, we've seen it in WCW, we've seen it in the NWA when WCW was under its uh, banner or evolved, you know, the NWA evolved into WCW from that. You know, we've seen it with, you know, Impact Wrestling, TNA. You know, we've seen it Ring of Honor, you know, and so on. All these promotions, major, minor, and, and up-and-coming independents, have all done this. All because their talent are going to move onward to possibly bigger and better things. Or their talent is going to want to take a break, you know, from professional wrestling. You know, and, you know, be a family person, be a mother, be a, a father, you know, or whatever. Or pursue other interests. But there was one thing I did talk about. Now, I just mentioned Impact TNA, right? Well, believe it or not, Impact TNA likes to do a little um, a thing, if you will, that's a lot more different than what other wrestling promotions do. Like I say, sometimes wrestling promotions will have, you know, stipulation matches where the loser leaves town and basically that's the end of them in the company because they're going elsewhere. Or, like I mentioned, the person gets injured and, you know, it's played up to the fact that maybe their career is over and they're not going to be able to wrestle again and then the next time we see them, they're in another company. However, there is one company, you know, on a very multimedia, very, you know, nationally, worldwide, internationally wide uh, front that decides to take it a bit further. And that, of course, like I said and mentioned earlier, and as I alluded to in yesterday's video, is Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling TNA likes to kind of get a little bit more gruesome, a little bit more violent, if you will, than anybody else when it comes to writing off their talent that's not going to be with a company anymore. It's true. And the list could go on and on and on about who they have basically, you know, done this to. I'm not joking. They've done this to some very notable names. And as of last night, Eric Young was added to that list. Yeah, Eric Young, EY, was added to that list. But what list am I talking about? Well, if I can bring it up here via Messenger, if I can bring it up because I messaged it to myself just in case I wanted to talk about this, uh, basically, this is what I'm getting at. This is what I'm getting at as I kind of... Here we go. It was uploaded by Pro Wrestling Network uh, Facebook page. Basically, the title that they gave it uh, was that Eric Young joins a unique group, a very special group, if you will. And that unique group is of people getting killed off. 
This was uh, posted, you know, this was posted by uh, P-I-G-I-Z-Y, uh, P-I-J-I-Z-Y, posted this uh, about a day ago, literally 22 hours ago. But this is what they said, and I quote, Eric Young gets to join Allie, the Broken Hardys, Mickey James, kind of, Killer Cross, Kimberly, Brandon Lauren, Kira Hogan, of all wrestlers who have gotten killed off in Impact. Yeah, you heard that right. Let me repeat that. This is what he starts it off by saying. He says, Eric Young gets to join Allie, the bunny in AEW, the Broken Hardys, the Hardy Boys, Mickey James, kind of, Killer Cross, Kimberly, Brandon Lauren, Kira Hogan, of all the wrestlers who have been killed off in Impact Wrestling. That's right. They were killed off in story in Impact Wrestling because they weren't going to stay with the company. They were going elsewhere. Allie, when you think about it, you know, she was killed off because she wasn't going to stay with Impact and she was going to AEW. She was going to be all elite. You know, that is a fact. Same with Kira Hogan. Kira Hogan was not going to re-sign with Impact Wrestling and decided she wanted to go to the NWA and then eventually AEW. You know, that, you know, so they wrote her out. You know, the Broken Hardys, they weren't coming back. They were done. You know, Killer Cross, same thing. You know, Karrion Cross, it is, same thing. All these had something in all these happened because of the fact that Impact figured, well, they're not going to come back to us. We might as well, you know, give them the axe. You know, and that's what they did. Mickey James is kind of an asterisk because there was a storyline where James Storm pushed her in front of a train, you know, right in front of Nick Aldis's eyes, and it looked like she got hit and killed by the train. But they kind of retconned it to where she was basically severely injured and basically on the verge of death, but she was able to miraculously recover, and they forgot all about it. Or they just moved on from it. Anyway, if you don't believe me, this is what P-I-J-I-Z-Y uh, basically listed off as the ways that these characters, these superstars, these wrestlers were killed off in Impact because they weren't going to resign. Here's how it goes. Allie was stabbed in the throat by Sue Young. Allie had basically sacrificed herself for Rosemary. The Broken Hardy's teleporter malfunctioned and they turned to ash because of decay. Mickey James got pushed in front of a train by James Storm, but she came back years later, basically playing up the severity of the injury that basically almost ended her career, if not her life. Killer Cross had his face eaten off by Eddie Edwards and then his skull crushed. Kira Hogan got kidnapped by Sue Young and was killed off screen. But what he doesn't mention, as far as I understand, is that in another trip to the underworld, I don't know if it was Tasha Steele or Jordan Grace or somebody, they ended up encountering the skull of Kira Hogan because the skull had Kira Hogan's hair attached to it, or at least a wig made up to resemble, resemble I should say, Kira Hogan's hair, indicating that she was killed 
Baisu Yug. Then they list um, Eric Young being stabbed to death by Cody Diener. The angle in which they did this last night on Impact was that a week prior, Sammy Callahan had beaten Eric Young in a very violent uh, matchup, basically a double jeopardy-like matchup. And it was so violent that it couldn't be seen, that most of it couldn't be seen on television. You have to watch it online somehow. And I think you can watch it. We just have to search for it. But yeah, he was killed off. I mean, he was defeated by Sammy Callahan to the point that you had VBD, Violent by Design, the three members, Dina, Kong, uh, Big Con, which is basically, um, what's, his, what's his name, um, the, the Connor guy from the Ascension in WWE, and Alan Angels, of the, formerly of the Dark Order. You know, basically they stood over Eric Young, after, who was lying on the mat, beaten, and then they filmed a segment yesterday where they were both in a jail cell, and Eric Young basically asked Cody Dino, you know, if he had the opportunity, would he, you know, kill the sickness? Would he basically get rid of it? And Dino said yes. And what happened is they both went for a knife and started to scrap with each other, trying to stab each other, to the point that Diener got the upper hand, and basically Eric Young said, do it. Cure the sickness, get, get rid of the sickness, you know, take your rightful place, basically as the new leader. He basically passed the torch to him, and he said the only way you could get this, you know, torch passed to you is if you kill me. Because he's saying, I'm the sickness. I'm the leader, but, you know, that was supposed to lead you out of the sickness, but in turn, I am the sickness. You get rid of me, you'll be really free. And that's what he did. He stabbed him, and Eric Young was killed off screen, was killed you know, was killed off, and basically it's, it was Impact's way of saying, Eric, thank you for everything. You know, we gave you the, uh, you know, the ending you wanted because he's heading back to WWE. And then, to finish it off, he says this, the undead bridesmaids of Kimberly and Brandon Lauren had the soul, essence, body absorbed by a pregnant Sue Young to give life energy to her unborn baby. And then he also added in that Ethan Page got his heart ripped out by Karate Man, which was an alter ego of Ethan Page. So yeah, Impact Wrestling, I'll say this, they really like to, they really like to put the, the definitive, you know, I guess you could say dagger, you know, in the ground when it comes to saying, hey, you're not going to be with us anymore, then we're just going to kill you off. Or at least put you, you know, put you in a state to where people will question whether or not you'll ever return. And as crazy as that sounds, that's kind of brilliant on Impact's part. It really is. It is kind of brilliant. I mean, I mean, think about it. I mean, think about it, guys. How many other companies have done that? I mean, I'm sure there have been companies that have. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure there have been companies that have. But how many companies on a national major level have really done that? Outside of AAA's uh, spinoff series, Lucha Underground. Because Lucha Underground has always found ways to kill off characters. Because, yes, 
they signed they had uh, re-signed with other company or signed or re-signed with other companies outside of AAA like WWE, Impact Wrestling, MLW, you name it. You know, they would basically kill them off. You know, they would kill them off because hey, you're not going to be with this anymore and you're going to be part of a company that basically you know, prevents you from you know, working with us or at least working with us on a regular basis, then we're going to have to get rid of you. And yeah, Lucha Underground has been known to do this. There is no doubt. They've done it to Ezekiel Jackson's character. They've done it to... I would assume they've done it to... I think Rey Mysterio's character, I think. Um, they've done it to you know Sammy Callahan's character, Jeremiah Crane, Lucha Source's character... Uh, I can't think of the name. I think it was Viper he went by in Lucha Underground or something. They did it to Cobra, uh, the uh, Cobra girl. They did it to her, I think. You know, they've done it to a lot of characters. Yes, they would bring them back by mystical supernatural mumbo-jumbo at times because Lucha Underground would get renewed for a new season. But still, if somebody wasn't going to be back for that new season or not, they would essentially, in the previous season, kill them off. And that would be it. You know that would be it. So, when it when it comes to you know companies doing it though on a major national level, worldwide worldwide international level, you know when a company that's a very recognizable name for the past two decades, who has been told time and time again, you know this is going to be the year you die, you, this is going to be the year your company goes under, but still they continue to thrive and prove everybody wrong. For a company like Impact to go the route that they did, to basically say, yeah, we're killing off all these people, or at least putting them in a situation that makes them close to death in story, because we're not sure what their status with us is going to be, you know, in the coming years, or in the coming months. We don't know if they're going to resign. We don't know if they're going to take a break and then come back. Or they're going to go to greener pastures. We don't know. We don't know, but, but I, but here's the thing, I have to give Impact Wrestling a lot of credit that the, you know, you know, to the fact that they're actually going down this path. Now, are they the only ones that are going to, that have been going down it? Like I said, Lucha Underground has been off of AAA, they've done it too, but as currently, are there other companies that are going to attempt it? Probably. Probably. I mean, you know, for example, I think MLW because, you know, they have this antech, they have this antech, what is it, this uh, lucha underground like uh, storyline going on. This Azteca underground with the same guy, you know, Don Cesar or whatever his name is, uh, basically being in charge. And calling the shots and abusing power, and basically being uh, basically the, you know the Antexa uh, the Anteca Underground basically being a continuation, a spinoff of Lucha Underground in a way, sort of a sequel to it. You know, it's. You know, it does seem like MLW is going to go down that route as well eventually. To where basically, 
they do the same thing. You know, if some people don't resign with them, they're probably going to kill them off too. Who knows? We don't. We don't. We don't know. But who knows? They might. Especially if they're going with this Anteca, as this Azteca underground storyline that, that, like I said, is essentially a sequel. You know, is essentially a sequel, somewhat to Lucha Underground. So we'll see what happens. But right now. The one that's leading the pack, in my opinion, the one that's leading the pack, in my opinion, is basically Impact Wrestling. I mean, does WWE do this at times? Yeah, kind of. They've been known to do things like this once in a while, but, you know, sooner or later, they'll kind of act like it never happened. And, you know, that's about it. But... Like I said, as far as major national wrestling companies go, Impact is the only one doing it right now. I mean, does AEW do it? No. They might get violent with violent matches and everything, but, you know, they don't, you know, essentially decide, hey, we're going to kill off this character because, hey, they're not going to come back to us. No. They go the old school route, like I mentioned in the video yesterday uh, that I did when I was walking home from the bus stop. You know, they basically go that old school route of entering a character and make it seem like, hey, that's it, they're done. Only for them to show up maybe a couple weeks later, you know, in another company because they didn't resign. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, you know. You know, AEW, could they do it? Yeah. But I don't think they will. I think, honestly, they're going to stick with the old school guns of, you know, injuring a, you know, basically injuring a character. You know, putting them into in one last uh, program. You know, injuring them, and then basically, you know, having them. You know, uh, you know, basically written off because, you know, they're not going to be with the company anymore because they're going elsewhere, and that's. That's the best way I could see it. That's the best way I could look at it. So, anyway, though, yeah, I have to give it to Impact Wrestling, you know, as you know, for being like on this major level, to where they're doing this, you know, to where they're saying, well, well, this person's going to go back to, you know, to WWE, or they're going to, they're going to sign with AEW, you know, then, you know, and not be back for like several years, if ever, might as well get rid of them, and that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. So I'll give them credit for that. I will give them credit because I think, I think in a way, Anthem Sports and Scott Demore and all of them kind of see the writing on the wall that even though the company is still going to thrive for years to come, despite what people might say, as far as trying to keep wrestlers around on their stage compared to bigger stages like AEW and WWE, which they would want to be part of, yeah, there is a... There is a... There is absolutely no chance of them staying if they want to go elsewhere. You know, so... So, yeah, you know, I'll give... Like I said, I'll give Impact Wrestling credit for at least giving them... Giving those that want to leave the company or want to go elsewhere, want to take a break from wrestling. I will give them credit for at least giving them a definitive way out. You know, and a definitive farewell you know, on a permanent level. But let me know what your guys' thoughts are 
how do you feel about wrestling companies, major ones like, let's say, Impact Wrestling, you know, going this route? Do you think maybe they, maybe, maybe, do you think maybe they're kind of, you know, uh, and that was notifications, I do apologize for that. Uh, but do you think maybe they're taking a step too far and maybe they should just stick with the old school way of writing off a character, you know, just in case they decide to go elsewhere? You know, do you think they should just stick with the whole entry angle, lose the leaves town deal instead of killing them off? What are your thoughts? Which one do you think is more of a better, you know, kind of solution to giving them a farewell because maybe they won't be around much longer? You know, for the or they won't be around for the company much longer if ever because they're going elsewhere. Do you think killing them off in a better definitive way? Or do you think sticking with the old school way of loser leaves town or injury is more suitable? Let me know down below in the comments as well as in the live chat during the premiere. Like the video. And until next time, guys, I am out. And yes, you will get a podcast of this as well. So like the video and the podcast version of this uh, topic. A topical video podcast, and I'll talk to y'all later.